Hello and welcome into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. Thank you for watching us on the We the Patriots USA Rumble channel and Red Voice Media, and for listening on New Hampshire Family Radio, WLMW 90.7 FM, Manchester, New Hampshire, KKVB Radio in Las Vegas, Real Talk 93.3, The Voice of Freedom in St. Louis, and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like us on your station, email us at Taryn at WeThePatriotsUSA.org. Hello and welcome into the show. We've got some big announcements on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson today. Uh, some of them bittersweet announcements. This is going to be my penultimate episode. And if you're not a golf follower, you haven't followed uh, my career or watched golf in a while, that is usually referring to the second to last grouping in golf. And so I'm referring to the fact that this is going to be my second to last episode of Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. I'm stepping away for the time being um, indefinitely to focus on my family. We're welcoming our third child. We're going to have three kids, three and under, and I am dedicated to staying home with the kids, not putting them in daycare or anything like that. And um, really the show was, I, I want to do everything well. And I had to pour so much time into this show. And, um, you know, unfortunately, we, the Patriots USA, I'll be, I'll be frank. They need more donations. We couldn't um, keep up with funding the show and getting me the help that I so desperately needed. Usually these shows have a whole team of people in, in production helping them. And it's just been me um, the entire two and a half years that I've been doing this show. And I, it's been an honor. I've loved doing it. And I've been so grateful to Brian Festa and Don Jolly, the co-founders of We the Patriots USA for um, allowing not just me to have a voice, but all of the guests on this show, because that's really what it's been about is um, all the people that I've interviewed, giving them a voice because so many people these days are not, they don't have a voice. They are being censored by mainstream media. And now we're going to talk about today how they are being also censored um, by not just Hollywood, but by book publishers everywhere. That's the second big announcement that I am making is the fact that I have a new book coming out this year. In August 2024, my new book will be coming out called The Only Like That Matters is God's Using the Bible to Transform Your Life on Social Media. You can pre-order it right now on Amazon or you can go to my website, TarynGrayson.com slash book to learn more. I am beyond thrilled to, to tell you about this. I have a couple uh, projects coming up here in 2024, so I am still going to be using my voice. We are still going, my husband and I are still going to be doing our ministry, driving disciples. I am using my voice for uh, God's glory and for his kingdom, and this book is a part of it. And, um, you know, I myself experienced cancel culture just like I talk about in this book, Jesus Christ did. He defeated cancel culture by rising from the dead three days later. So many authors out there, not just myself, have experienced cancel culture and have not been given a voice out in the publishing world. And so today we will be talking to Tony Lyons, the founder of Skyhorse Publishing, and uh, how he has basically been giving people uh, that have been rejected by the mainstream narrative of voice and authors and how important 
important it is that we aren't censoring people and aren't censoring authors and how it's actually turned into a good business for Skyhorse because let's face it, I mean, there is a huge group of Americans and people worldwide that are interested in this content that want truth, that want to be, uh, that want the things that they're interested in to be out there in books and content and everything. So it's no surprise that a, a, a publisher like Skyhorse is experiencing um, a lot of success by giving those of us um, a voice who the mainstream has basically tried to push out. Americans want to hear these voices. Voices They want to be a part of these communities that are talking about these things. And of course, those of us uh, Christians in the faith community, we want to be able to continue to openly talk about our faith and to pass this down to children. So um, I'm really excited that I'm making this announcement today on my penultimate show um, about the book and, you know, showing you guys that there is a road ahead for me and my family. Part of our um pursuit of, of faithfully pursuing freedom is the fact that, you know, now that we've, we've exposed the light and, um, you know, I've laid so much on the line with my career for the truth and for saying, no, masks uh, are go against my faith. Uh, testing and masking are go against my, my sincerely held beliefs. I will not um, sacrifice my standing with God for my career, and then after that, being catapulted into this this um, this show, doing all the work with We the Patriots USA, directing Shot Dead, all of these things have been so fulfilling and rewarding, and it's been a, a um, just a pursuit of me bringing truth to light and shining light in the darkness of this world. So now my next steps are, okay, now that we have exposed the truth, now that we understand where we stand in all of this, how do we move forward? How do we continue to faithfully pursue freedom for uh, for everyone out there, I encourage you, family is in your children. It's it's where it starts. And we have to operate differently than we have been for the last several decades. We have to say, hey, we are willing to make sacrifices financially. We are willing to make sacrifices in the workplace and, and even socially and beyond to, uh, to make a better future for our kids and to um, continue to faithfully pursue freedom. So that's where my husband and I and our family are. And, um, you know, then now we're going to be taking on projects like this book, like our ministry and, and possibly some other things that we might be announcing here in 2024, including our homestead that I know that, um, you know, I've been talking about a little bit on the show, how we've been setting up our homestead, doing things like this uh, to continue forward and faithfully pursuing freedom, because now it's about making a difference. Now it's about truly transforming your life and saying, okay, I'm going to do the hard thing. I'm going to do the thing that um, I'm going to have to sacrifice a lot. Like I said, financially, socially, uh, career-wise, we're going to sacrifice a lot, but we know that this is the only way that we can move forward. So that's a lot of what I'm talking about on the show today. That is um, basically in a nutshell why this is going to be my penultimate episode. And further, you know, it is why I wrote this book. I, I the story I have to share with you 
the story behind this book is just, um, it's really incredible. So I'm going to share that with you here on the other side of the break here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. This episode is brought to you by The Carnivore Bar, providing a fuel source for ancestral carnivore, paleo, and keto eaters who value their on-the-go autonomy without sacrificing quality nutrition. For 10% off, use code WETHEPATRIOTS at carnivorebar.com. That's WETHEPATRIOTS with an S at carnivorebar.com for 10% off. And of course, we have to tell you about, we have a big update in our religious exemption court appeal and what could be the most important medical freedom case in our lifetime, if not ever. We the Patriots USA is stepping in because in April of 2021, Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont signed into law an act eliminating religious exemptions to mandatory school vaccinations at all public and private schools in the state. And We the Patriots USA immediately filed an appeal. Well, recently it was announced that We the Patriots USA appeal will be considered at the U.S. Supreme Court Justices Conferences on Friday, February 16th, 2024. If the four justices vote to hear our appeal, WTP USA will be appearing before the nation's highest court as it considers for the first time ever whether a state may deny religious exemptions to vaccinations without violating the Constitution. If We the Patriots USA is victorious, the case could restore religious exemptions not only in Connecticut, but in other states where they have been lost, such as California, New York, and Maine. But we need your help. Help us fuel this landmark case at wethepatriotsusa.org. Welcome back into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. As we were heading to break, uh, I gave you guys a case update, and we're going to talk about this in our final episode with Brian Festa and Don Jolly because it's huge. But again, we need your help with uh, with funding this lawsuit because, like I said, part of the reason why I am stepping away from this is the lack of funding that We the Patriots USA and all nonprofits across the board are experiencing. Everyone at home, including our family, is taking a hit financially. And so I know that it's hard uh, to make donations. But this is this is huge because this could be the biggest religious exemption case of our lifetime. And even if you're like me, you're saying, okay, we are stepping away from uh, the system. We are going to make some big sacrifices for our family. But we're not going to allow um, our kids to A, go into daycare, and then B, someone sit there and tell us that they're going to deny our religious exemption, um, our God-given right to decide what goes into our children's bodies. Um, it's still important to support this because so many people are still in that system. So many people need to be shown the light. And so many people uh, are still fighting for their kids in maybe a different way than you or I or uh, anyone else might be fighting for their for their children. So please, we need to get religious exemptions restored because I hope one day, and I hope my efforts over the past two and a half years, and I'm not stopping, it, it just... Uh, kind of shifting how I'm, uh, it, you know, going about this fight. I'm shifting how I am um, fighting in all of this. Um, you know, I hope that one day we will have an opt-in society and not an opt-out society from all, uh, not just vaccines, but all the the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical industry and big medicine 
big pharma, big hospitals, all these different things that will have an alternative system that really does have wellness and health and people and their souls in uh, in mind. But that is not the world we live in. So we at currently so we have to take steps. We have to all join hands in this fight together. And so I encourage you to go to we the Patriots USA dot org to donate. And, um, you know, again, I wanted to tell you a little bit more behind my book. That's part of this episode. You guys know that I typically want to just make it all about my show guests, but, um, you know, I've poured so much into this book and I've done so with the prompting of, of the Lord. And so he put this book on my heart back in 2019, when I was asked to speak at a church about social media, and at the time, 2019, I was, um, you know, in the pinnacle really of my career. I was a quote unquote social media influencer at the time. I had several broadcasting, um, two broadcast shows, two, and both of them were broadcast on social media for the PGA Tour. In addition to the work that I did on their live broadcasts, I was working in their social media department. I had been working in social media and in, in for sports teams and leagues um, for a decade at that point. So it was an honor to go speak to people and to teenagers at a local church about, despite all of that, how Jesus is our ultimate influencer, how we need to be looking to him to uh, to be our ultimate influencer, not to Taylor Swift, not to all these various other things. And, um, you know, that really put me on my journey for this book. And I walked away thinking to myself, wow, I have so much more to say than than just what I did. And, and I saw those teens, they were so hungry for the information on how the Bible can be their guide for how to operate on social media. Not, you know, some formula that some psychiatrist says that, you know, you have to spend only X amount of time looking at so-and-so so and so on social media in order to, you know, not put yourself down a spiral of mental health issues and all these things. They didn't want to look at it from a scientific standpoint. They didn't want to look at it from a psychological standpoint, and they didn't want to be nagged about it. They just simply wanted to be given a better way to look at all of this and a biblical worldview on how to look at all of this. So that inspired me to put pen to paper in 2020. And I started writing this book right after our first child was born. And uh, it was it was great. My broadcast agents at the time were super excited about the book. And um, I had a book agent and we were getting interest from publishers. And then it all came crashing down in November of 2021, whenever I was fired, everyone went silent on me. I was ghosted by all those that were interested and I was basically dumped by my book agent and nobody wanted anything to do with it. But um, God, God put it on my heart. The Holy Spirit put it on my heart to come back to the, to the drawing board, come back to writing this book in 2023 and finish it. Uh, I thought the book was done, but it wasn't because I myself had to go through experiencing cancel culture online, experiencing religious persecution and religious backlash online. Um, so the book is better for the life experiences and my faith walk and faith journey that I've been through. And it is even better that I was able to then dive into scripture and, and relate that to the book and, and show kids and moms and teens and parents that 
even if you are canceled, there is life on the other side of it and how the, how Jesus and the Lord can, can walk you through those times in your life. And so it's just really been amazing that Tony and his team bringing it full circle said, yes, we are, we believe in this book. Yes. We think that it is paramount that, that young moms and, and teens and people uh, have a biblical worldview when consuming social media, because so many people feel consumed by it. So many people feel empty just scrolling through their phones and they're searching for something. And it's really that they're searching for, for the Holy Spirit. They're searching for the Lord and for their salvation. And so I hope this book points them to that because as Christians, we are supposed to be different than the world. So therefore we're supposed to operate differently on social media than the rest of the world. Is it a tool that we can use for good? Absolutely. Are there lots of downsides to it? Is there a way that just like anything else in this life, uh, Satan is using it for his um, for his you know goals and, and and for bad, of course. But the Bible shows us how to navigate all the way through all of these different things. And so it's really fun that I was able to uh, sit down and, and put pen to paper on it. Yes, there's a little bit of my story wrapped into it because I've been in social media for so long. I felt like I had a little bit of that um, expertise to bring to the table in my walk with social media and how it corresponded with my walk with the Lord. But the majority of the book is, is diving into scripture, showing you examples on how, for example, the Israelites, how they handled uh, the trap of comparison and how God delivered his people from that and how we can glean um, uh, you know, glean some insight and wisdom from all of that. And then it's really fun because at the end of every chapter, I have devotionals for you to do both individually, or if you want to make this a group study, um, you can also do it as a group, but those are really diving even further into scripture, having you look up verses, relating that to your life and how you can actually take those personal steps to make those changes. And so um, it's it, this book turned into a Bible study on top of of a, you know, um, a guide for how to transform your life on social media using the Bible. It's been an, an amazing experience to go through this. And I'm just very thrilled to announce that my new book is coming out here in August. You can pre-order it today. And once more, you know, dealing with Tony, who we're going to speak to in just a minute, minute and the Skyhorse team, they've been awesome because we had this uh, slated to publish in um, in May, actually on my due date for our third child. And they said, okay, we'll push the we'll push the publication date back to August because we want you to be able to, you know, go out and speak about the book and um, do interviews on podcasts and things like that. So we actually pushed um, pushed the publication date back to August. So uh, just another layer in the story of this book. But every time I went to write back in 2020, and even um, when I finished it and, and added to the book in 2023, I sat down and I prayed before I wrote. And I just really want to say that the Holy Spirit guided my my keyboard the entire time. And so I'm humbled to be making this announcement on the show with you all today. And um, in just a moment, we'll be talking to Tony Lyons here on the other side of the break. 
But first, I want to let you guys all know about how our movie was selected for the Santa Monica Film Festival. That's right. Shot Den debuted its film des made its film festival debut at the 2024 Santa Monica Film Festival. Brian Festa, Don Jolly, uh, Dr. James Thorpe, nurse whistleblower Michelle uh, Gershman, they were all there and some other special guests that came out. And it was just phenomenal, really. And uh, uh, once again, an all God moment that our film was shown in Hollywood, Santa Monica, right there by LA, that they chose our film and actually gave the injured and lost a voice because we all know how they've been wanting to control the narrative um, and cancel people uh, for that. So it was um, quite the experience for everyone and myself as the director and the filmmakers, uh, Jason and Avery Kabrick, we wish we could have been there. And so I can't wait to show you guys how that all went down, how the film was received among Hollywood and what the experience was. That'll be in the final episode upcoming of Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. You can watch Shot Dead at shotdead.org. Unfortunately, right in the middle of our episode recording, Tony was pulled away on a publishing emergency and we have to get this out to our radio partners. So I said, you know what? I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go home and I am going to go through the books that I am currently reading. Many of them having a huge impact on me. And, you know, as a now an author, which is crazy to say that I'm an author, something that I've always wanted to do. Books have always been a huge part of my life. Writing has always been a huge part of my life. It's why I went into journalism school. And so who knows, maybe this is the start of a career that the Holy Spirit whispered to me a very long time ago. But nevertheless, um, I think books are important for all of us. I think that uh, not having censorship, which is something Tony was going to come on and talk about, um, is important. It's important that we have publishers willing to give people a voice, um, willing to give Christians a voice, even those um, that you know have had uh, ideas that have gone against society. And many. Uh, outspoken Christians and prominent Christians and Christian authors have decided to stay away from controversial topics. I understand, but that's really not what we're called to do. So I want to share with you also some of my library habits, because I think that the library is a good tool that we can all use. Um, most of us financially, myself included, are not in a position to financially support our book habits. So the library is a great place. And so is your church. So the first thing that I'm starting off with is um, my current Bible study, I am currently doing The Journey by Randy Pope. This is a year-long Bible study that I am doing with my women's group uh, currently, and we are on the green year, and I've really enjoyed it. I've had the pleasure of hearing Pastor Pope speak. Um, he came to our church in Florida several times because he was friends with our pastor, Richard Cooper, down there. And um, so it was really nice to have someone that I knew I theologically aligned with um, as the, the Bible study um, when we came to our new church. So um, the journey, I really advise you guys to look into doing this as a small group at your church. So that's one thing I'm really diving into. The next big book that has had a huge 
impact on me is called being there. And you can see that being there, why prioritizing motherhood in the first three years matters. And I would argue um, well past the first three years as well in the formative years. And uh, author Erica Comp Commissar, I believe is how you say it, has actually been making the rounds lately. This book was published several years ago, but it's really starting to um, take hold for many people. Um, I think that so many of us women have felt deeply about the things that she's saying in this book, um, mainly about uh, picking apart feminism a little bit. And she herself is a, is a career woman. Um, she, I don't believe, leans right or conservative, but um, knows that prioritizing our children and not outsourcing them to others is key to their mental health, emotional health. And I would say many of us argue now the future of our country and the future of the health of, of the children that we're raising. And so she's been on Lila Rose's show here recently, Alex Clark on Turning Point USA. I know those have been big shows, but I advise you to pick up the book. And I wanted to read one little part um, from the book toward the end that I think just really sums up um, a lot of what so many of us women are feeling deep down inside right now after we've gone through several generations, a couple generations of our moms, you know, being told that they need to get a career, us being told that we need to be even more successful than our mothers to matter in society. And many of us are sitting around saying, hey, listen, I actually don't think that's working the way that we thought that it was going to work, the way that society was telling us that it should work. People are um, in broken households, people grew up with divorced parents, people are unhappy themselves, and um, they see that their children are unhappy and they're hurting. So um, this is something that I think young moms should read. It might offend some people, but it is just the reality. And she's done a really good job as a psychiatrist of, of, of showing the studies behind this. And um, she even goes into the psychology of when your children, depending on their age, when you leave them when they're really little, three years and under, particularly 18 months and under, they associate that with you never coming back. And so they have a, a huge emotional trauma response to that. And of course, sometimes we have to uh, leave our babies. But when she's saying we're doing so on a consistent basis for long periods of time, um, when we're putting our kids in daycare, it has a lasting psychological impact negatively on our children. And I think my generation experienced that. We're seeing how other subsequent generations are experiencing that and we're wanting to make a change. So um, I really appreciate the writings of Erica and any mom, whether you are full-time in the workforce, whether you are thinking about becoming a mom, you're pregnant right now, these are all things that you should um, consider, and it's something that I talk about in the final episode of Faithful Freedom with Taryn Grakeson, is that every part of your life has a season, and if God has put the assignment of motherhood on you, this is something you really need to seriously um, consider, because there's a reason why moms, it tugs at our heartstrings when we have to drop our kids off at daycare. There's a reason. That's not the way God um, designed it, and this is not a Christian book, but um, she does a great job. So here's an excerpt from the book, Being There, Why Prioritizing Motherhood in the First Three Years Matters. Erica writes, 
In the distant past, cultures glorified the power of giving and nurturing life. Today, many women see themselves as warriors in the pursuit of power, money, and work equality, and have turned away from nurturing as too soft and without substance. And yet they miss the point that mothering is the concrete foundation of the house that withstands the storms later. Becoming a stronger woman has come to mean being like a man and delegating mother, mothering to strangers who are condescended to low paying wages and given little job security and little respect. Many of these caregivers leave their own children to care for others' children, a painful choice that many would dearly love to avoid. As more lucrative opportunities and traditionally male-dominated fields have opened, more women have turned away from the nurturing professions like teaching, counseling, nursing, speech, and so forth. She lists several others. The problem is that professions like law, finance, business, management, tech, and even being a physician are not usually family-friendly, and you have to compete with men, and women have to make work their priority. Fear has replaced control, fear of loss of a job, fear of loss of a spot at work, fear of having less money, and fear of loss of self, which is often intensely connected to work. In many industries, work is more like a pair of golden handcuffs. Instead of challenging the status quo, women have bought in hook, line, and sinker. And then she goes on to cite several um, different studies, but then says success has become tied to financial, professional, and material endeavors rather than relationships. And the 24-7 workplace has replaced the value of mothering as a priority. According to a Pew Research study from 2009, 37% of women with children prefer to work full-time and 62% prefer to work part-time. Ambivalence about nurturing and the importance of being a mother as a priority over paid labor is a very disturbing statistic. A handful of economists may tell us that women working benefit society economically, but what is good for the economy is not necessarily good for society or for society emotionally. And she has so many other good points in this book. And she goes on to say that, you know, women, instead of fighting to be equal to men in, in everything that we do, um, that we should instead be embracing the differences that we have from men and should have been fighting for more work flexibility. And I think we're in that point that we can fight for more work flexibility. COVID did show people that they can, um, you know, go about working in, in a different way than the traditional nine to five in the office all the time away from kids. Um, but she also goes on to talk about how having that emotional burden of the stresses of work coupled with being uh, with motherhood, the intensities of motherhood is a lot for one person to bear, especially when your children are so young and they need you so much for basic human needs. So it's such a good book and it's really just pulled on everything that I had been feeling. And so it was really nice to um, have this uh, book at my disposal as I was praying and making my decision on on what chapter to to embark on next in my life. And so 
you know, ministry work is something that I think is best for me right now and best for my family right now. And reading this book really solidified that. And I just, I suggest it for all women and even men out there. So men can understand where they're, uh, where the women around them are coming from. So it's so good. But uh, as we head to break, I want to encourage you all to head over to TarynGregson.com slash book. That is where you can pre-order my book. The only like that matters is God's today. I encourage you to do it ahead of uh, Valentine's Day. It's the gift that keeps on giving, right? You say, hey, honey, I, I've got this awesome book that I think you're going to love and you're going to get this gift later this summer. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You can pre-order it and learn more about the book. And you can also dive into the different resources, my clean living resources. I have a garden planner up there right now, which coincides with the next book that we're going to talk about here on the other side of the break. Go ahead to TarynGregson.com. All right, and welcome back to our penultimate episode of Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, where we're just rolling with it. And we are, um, you know, making a little adjustment that unfortunately Skyhorse founder and president and publisher, Tony Lyons, my publisher and the man who is giving me a shot with this book had a last minute publishing emergency. And, you know, he's got authors like uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. and so many others. Um, so I said, hey, I understand. I'm going to dive into to my books. And I think that this is this is going to help you guys. So um, transitioning off the garden planner that I talked about heading into break, this companion planting guide, uh, which also happens to be a Sky Horse published book. I didn't know that when I picked it up at the time. It's by Allison Greer. And I, this has been instrumental in how I put together my garden planner for the year. And this is going to be our first year planting our garden on our brand new homestead. And so I really needed to, um, to learn a lot more and, um, I'm learning a new planting zone again. I went from living in the Midwest, growing up, you know, with a garden here, going down to Florida, kind of having to relearn a different planting zone and now coming back and, and trying to not only relearn what I knew from before, but learn a lot of new things too. So companion planting, this has been really good. Um, you know, you got to break out of that mold of thinking you have to have tidy rows of all the same plants everywhere. That's not how God um, designed nature. That is not how nature works together. And so Allison does a really good job of explaining how uh, God created nature to work together and the different plants to uh, work together and to be together um, in your garden and on your property. And so that leads me into Joel Salatin's brand new book. If you are a follower of the regenerative farming movement like my husband and I that really, really inspired us to get into doing and setting up our homestead. Joel Salatin's been a big um, resource for us. We've watched a lot of interviews and, and, and um, videos of his. We've read several of his books. He has so much insight that he that he gleans to everyone. And this is his brand new book. So we were excited to support him and to pick this up. And it's called Homestead Tsunami, Good for Country, Critters, and Kids. And it's really good no matter if you want to be a homesteader, if you're already a homesteader, maybe you're a little tired and um, 
you know, feeling discouraged from your experience homesteading, or you're sitting around wondering why do people even want to homestead? I don't understand that whatsoever. He does a really great job of um, breaking down the whole movement and why it is good for country and um, having food security, knowing where your food comes from, how you can do so, how you can take part in this homestead tsunami, no matter if you're in a big city, if you have a lot of land, if you have no land, um, if you're willing to challenge yourself and and break out of the mold, or if you just want to understand why other people want to be crazy and, and homestead, it's really it's a really good book. I have enjoyed that. And then finally, the last book that I need to take back to the library currently that I'm reading is called The Brave Learner. And this is by Julie Bogart. And it is just talking about ways that you can um, insert excitement into your homeschool life, which obviously with our oldest being just over three, we're not quite there, but it is a, um, a lifestyle and a mindset that we want to embody. So for me, it's been really great to get ideas for how to set up our home to be kid friendly and kid inviting. I think so much of, you know, what social media and Instagram and um, the past several decades of materialism and all of us women and men working so hard to have these beautiful, tidy homes, we've lost that sense of home of like comfy, tidy kid or not tidy, comfy, um, inviting rather kid friendly homes for our children to feel nurtured and loved and be able to be kids and not live in a museum and um, ignite the spark of, of learning and imagination. And um, so this has been really great for me as, as we're, you know, planning and, and setting up our, our home on the homestead. So I've enjoyed that book. And like I said, most of these books, um, all of them, except for Joel's new book, because it's so brand new and the Bible study, which our church so generously supplied to us. Um, all of these came from the library and I have a stack of library books for our kiddos over here. They go and, um, they pick out some books, a combination of them picking out a few books, mommy picking out books and them getting some fun playtime in at the library. We try to do that maybe once a week, once every other week. And I think it's just such a, you use the library as a tool. Um, I, you know, it, it is a government institution. And so there are maybe things in there you don't want your kids to see in this day and age. And uh, we can't trust those, those places, but it actually really is a great a resource for homeschoolers, for parents, um, and anybody out there to, to go and you know, I encourage you to support some of your favorite authors like we did by purchasing Joel's book, or I pray that you will purchase mine um, coming out in, in August and supporting those different people. But we can't always do that. Sometimes you have to um, get books from the library. And one thing that I, Tony and I had chatted about that we were going to talk about in our discussion that unfortunately he, he couldn't make uh, for the recording of this episode is the fact that physical copies of books are so important these days. For me, it's a twofold importance. One, it is important that your children are seeing you reading physical books in your hands and not a device. Um, we are on our devices so much these days. And so our kids need to see that we're actually reading physical 
books. And so I think that that is important. And lastly, you know, in we are in this day and age of censorship and we don't ever know whenever Amazon or somebody is going to be taking books um, off of the, the shelves, quote unquote, for us. So especially educational books or books that are going to teach you in, um, in dire situations or life-saving situations about um, natural ways to, to heal or to cure um, different ways of, um, you know, being able to survive, basically survival books. Those are important too. You know, I wouldn't say that you need to run out and buy all of them, but having a few just in case, I think is really important. And obviously having multiple physical copies of the Bible because, um, you know, I use my Bible app a lot. I love the Bible app, but again, that can be changed and tweaked and manipulated. So, um, you know, having physical copies of books, I think is important for, for many different reasons and just getting that device out of your hand every now and then is so important. So, I appreciate you guys going on uh, this little journey <laughs> as we had to kind of pivot whenever Tony unfortunately had to cancel with us. So I appreciate you going through my book stack with me and I want to hear from you. So please let me know, reach out to me on Instagram, tell me what you're reading right now, what you think others would really benefit from reading and, and hearing. And um, I can't wait to hear from you and continue this this community of faithfully pursuing freedom together, even long after uh, the final episode of this show in just a few days. So um, I appreciate your support and we will talk a little bit more here on the other side of the break here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson presented by We the Patriots USA. I am just so grateful um, to all of you that have been along for this journey and for those of you that are going to continue to support the ministry efforts that myself and my family undertake moving forward. This book being one of those big um, ministry efforts, we are also you know, putting together our schedule for driving disciples and our golf and Bible study camps coming up. We hope we're pretty close and we think we're going to have um, one this spring. Obviously, our summer slate is going to be um, probably just down to one camp. Um, we're really hoping we can at least do one. Um, you know, obviously, family comes first, new baby coming this summer. That is the biggest um priority for us to add baby number three to the family this summer. But if God, uh, you know, God willing, I'll have that baby strapped to me and we will do um, another golf and Bible study camp. But pray for, pray for our ministry, pray for this book to be a part of that ministry. I wrote this book for teens, for moms, young parents and, and women that uh, really need this message that, that the only light that matters is God. And you can use the Bible to transform your life on social media. Kids are experiencing so many horrific things on social media, whether it's pornography or they themselves are being, um, you know, are being uh, brought into promiscuity on social media, whether that's behind closed doors and in private messaging or not. You know, we talk about all of these things because the Bible talks about all of these things. Yes, social media is a brand new thing, but nothing is new under the sun. 
and God's written word is sufficient. And so we're diving into that with this book. And, you know, I hope that people that are also a part of our driving disciples ministry will read this book, give this book to, um, to their teenagers and, and to the young women and parents that need to hear this as well. And really anyone can pick this up and, and dive into scripture with me. It, it, of everything that I've done in my career, this is, um, you know, one of the most humbling things, doing the documentary, uh, being the director on Shot Dead, giving those families a voice, that was so humbling, giving all these guests on this show a voice, that's been so humbling, but, you know, really diving into scripture and being able to do that alongside you, that you can pick this book up and hear from me and we can go through God's word together wow, that is beyond anything that I ever dreamed of being able to do. And I can't wait to see how God works in people's lives. Even if it's only a few, uh, if it's many, many, that is even better. And if this is just the first of, of many books that I write, that would be great too. But we'll see where God takes it all. I know that uh, his plan is perfect. And I just thank all of you guys for for your support and for heading over to either Amazon or TarenGregson.com slash book to pre-order it today and to continue to check back and, and see um, how this book is doing and how the ministry efforts of both myself and my husband and our family are going. And of course, um, you know, I, I will still be helping out with We the Patriots USA, and we'll talk more about that in our final episode coming up um, here on our Rumble channel and with our radio partners. But until then, thank you all for your support. And um, I hope that you will be diving into scripture with me in this book coming out this summer. If you enjoy our content, prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation at wethepatriotsusa.org so we can continue to power the education arm of our mission that also extends to work to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. God bless and thank you from everyone here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. We the Patriots USA does not endorse or recommend any product or service advertised on this program. We the Patriots USA is not a healthcare provider and cannot provide medical advice or treatment.